Welcome back, Rage Nation. Definitely not PR friends. Myself, Pete. He needs to stop, like, fucking getting cute with these kicks. John the Mountain Man Stokes. You're not putting them on my models, motherfucker. Chris the non-tech Asian. Put the tape measure up and get some wages. You, yeah, no, you really frustrated me. You walked away and you came back and your scalpel had been thrown across the room. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I will will share with you my one rage quit story. You know, I'm a robot and I don't have a solo across now eight. This is going to be a really great opportunity for everybody to see how you effed up. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We got another Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah! Nice little podcast coming out for y'all, all you people that have been enjoying that. Uh, we will have some Guild Ball episodes coming out here soon, but yeah, we, we actually got Baratheons in our meta now, and I was a sucker and picked up a box. Yeah, you buy every faction. Not not every faction. Uh, kinda. I don't like the Starks. Okay, fine, but you played that Lannister box. Oh, that's because I like Lannisters. Okay, so you played the starter box, <laughs> and then every other faction. Yeah, fair. Uh, I won't play Stargaren, so. Well, you're just missing out then. Uh, I think everybody's going to play them, but... Anyways, we're going to talk about Baratheons. We just did a, basically a match where I played the Baratheons at 40 points and you played your Starks. Yep. Played but I played all new, like, attachments and commander and all that kind of stuff. So what we're going to do for this episode is we're going to share just our general lists. That way people can see, like, what we were playing. You left your phone downstairs. Yep, of course you did. <laughs> Don't worry, got it up here. Lockbox. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Baratheon's uh, tactics card. We'll talk about the units, the NCUs that I brought, and then finally just some of the upgrades. So uh, just to share what I have. Well, first. Wait, let me share first because otherwise I'll forget. Okay. Okay, so I decided to go with Rob Stark as my commander. Okay. I haven't really played him as a commander yet. And so I want to see him in the field. And I took Brendan Tully as an attachment, and both of them went with the Stark Sworn Swords. Okay. Then I played the Bolton Flademen, and I took Mira Reed with archers. the Archers. And then my NCUs were, let's see here, I had Arya, I had Caitlyn Stark, and I had Roger Castle. Yeah, so you were running the ladies. Yeah. Ladies. Okay. So, looking at my list, it was definitely, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, so, the list that I ran, I ended up running uh, D- Dario Naharis as my uh, commander, and I'll talk about why I did that here in a minute. Uh, he also brought uh, Baratheon Wardens. Uh, one of them had Dario attached to them. Played another Wardens with a Master Warden. Uh, Baratheon Sentinels with a Master Warden. And I wanted to play the Stag Knights just so... I could give them one more shot before I take them out because they are expensive. Because they're an eight-point unit, and I attached brawn to them, so that made them a ten-point unit. That made him kind of brawny. Yes. And then played uh, Walder Frey as my first NCU had uh, She-Ra Irol, Irol, and then I had Alistair Florent. If, if you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't be able to play it. I think like She-Ra, like... like like from He-Man? Like the 80s cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, pretty interesting list. And I'll just go ahead and start off kind of why I picked the commander. And then maybe you can say why you picked the Stark commander. So, I played the box the first couple times I played Baratheons. And one thing that I noticed is that they were very kind of slow and just hard, hard to kind of get through the tactics deck. And I just 
I really felt like the box itself is kind of meh. Like it's just kind of very like there and it's it's not very mobile. So the reason why I liked picking Dario is because of his tactics cards. So what he brought to the tactics cards were he had Reckless Strike, which was it was good because it ended up giving plus two dice plus sixes ignored armor. So you didn't get any kind of saves off that. He also had Mercenary's Cunning. So uh, I could basically take a wound on my unit and place a condition that you're trying to put on uh, my Baratheons. And I can put them onto the unit that they're, I think they're engaged with. Oh, uh, no, within short range. And then the last one, and this is the one that I really liked that helped me maneuver around the board a lot, was for Forced March. And what that does is basically one infantry unit can make a free pivot and march. So really kind of strong to help me just maneuver around the board. And I, I ended up using that on the Stag Knights, and they got around the board and really got into your flanks and caused some problems. Yeah, they were annoying. <laughs> and then what was the commander you brought against? I brought Rob. Okay, so... What were you trying to get out of Rob when you picked him? So, I looked at his card, and I kind of thought he sucked. <laughs> and I just wanted to verify that. Okay. And I think I did. All right. So, that that's really what it comes down to. Now, I will admit that I've only played him as a commander once. So, I could be wrong, but, I mean, you know that I, I never am. So, uh, <laughs> fair. <laughs> no. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm using his tactics cards incorrectly in pairing with him or something like that. Or maybe I need to take different units. I just felt like he wasn't very useful, especially against what you brought, where you were able to just kind of turn my guy's abilities off. That was like fucking annoying. Cause I was like, well, what's the point of having this guy in the field? Like we'll, this? we'll talk about Walter Frey here in a minute. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. He's a fucking dickhead. And we'll talk about why, but generally speaking, so you got to play actually I cycled through my whole deck, Chris, when we played our game. And that's why I brought three NCUs, which we'll talk about later. And you also brought three NCUs. So we were kind of fighting over the sideboard a lot, Yep, which was fun. But looking at the general Baratheon cards, what did you think about some of the cards that I played at some of those moments? I, I just thought that they were... What I actually thought as I played it was that Kaman needs to be careful with how they set up that fuck you factor in this game. Yeah. Because there's definitely things where you feel like you don't have a lot of response and there's it, it triggers either off of something where you're like, well, I should just be able to normally do this and now I can't do it or it turns off abilities that you're expecting that you can use. So there's a lot of engagement issues yeah. that like I think people should be concerned about over time. And I, I was telling you this kind of toward the end of the game, like this is a game where if it gets out of hand and there's too many unusual combos and unusual uh, abilities that specifically are turning off what your opponent can even do. Yeah. It's prone to create negative play experience. And I don't think that I had a negative play experience here, but something they have to monitor. Yeah. But that's partly because I just not played against this. So I was like, Oh, well, this is something where I can learn from it. But I think that they should be aware of like, Turning off your opponent's ability to react and interact does tend to create some animosity. Yeah, and I think they do a good job of trying to balance things out because they do these kind of patches. And they're putting out a new patch here coming out soon and they started spoiling some of it. And some of it is stuff like reducing point costs but changing abilities. Uh, I know the morale thing we played out and we'll talk about that. But the morale is changing, so the morale tests are done differently. 
But looking at the cards that the Baratheons have, a lot of them are very reactionary. Uh, the ones that I liked probably the most are two that were just really kind of fun is St Last Stand and Ours is the Fury. Those are the ones where I got to attack you either after I got attacked or attack you after I got destroyed. Yeah. And, and, and the one, when you're able to attack somebody after they've been destroyed, mm -hmm. that that's the one where I think is more frustrating for people because they're thinking to themselves, well, shit, I'm counting on destroying this unit, not getting killed as I destroy yeah. this unit. Which when we played, really, I think I only, I think I only destroyed two ranks off of that one Stark unit, so it was pretty low. But well, it's still two ranks. I know, I know, significant. <laughs> but I mean, to me, that's fun though because it it's kind of that Baratheon mindset of you know we're gonna we're gonna kill you to the man. Like it, it doesn't matter if we lose everything, we're gonna go down swinging. So as you played this, I know that I as I'm I'm seeing a lot of people talk about this. Renly versus Stannis division within the I see the a lot faction. too, yeah. And, and people kind of get a little bit polarizing, and I think it's hilarious because, like, <laughs> here's the thing. Fuck Stannis, okay? That guy fucking sucks as a commander in okay. the books. He loses all the time, and he killed his own daughter. So, I mean, I think that I can check some boxes that he sucks as <laughs> and, a human. Okay, and what about Renly? Uh, I mean, Renly, you know, we live in a modern age. Renly, maybe in generations gone by, when... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> George R. R. Martin started writing the books. People would say something about him being a little light in the loafers. But, you know, I think Renly's a pretty decent guy. And as far as the play style, I played Renly. And I Is do... he a little light in the loafers on the field? Well, he actually does a lot of, like, <laughs> lot of healing. So, like, he puts oh, out, like, a healing pulse. Okay. And he also does damage, like, in a pulse. So it's kind of cool. I'm going to play Renly more. Uh, Stannis is interesting, but I'm kind of more leaning towards Renly. I just think he's... I just like what he does. Okay, so you're you're gonna like just talk mad shit on Stannis all the time. Well, that I you're mean, playing the you also know I like dropping the father of the year reference. So, but <laughs> yeah, but the other cards that I thought was really cool, the card that I liked actually the best coming out of all this, which I didn't think I would, was uh, Stag's Resilience was really good. So that was the one where I hit you. Well, I healed D three plus one when I activated the unit, but then I did D three plus one wounds to that unit as well because I controlled the envelope. Oh, okay. I did that into your other Stark unit, remember? R really? I didn't really keep track of everything that you did. <laughs> I more was just like, oh, of course you have some extra bullshit that you can mix in this. <laughs> of course. And that just kind of seems what the Baratheons do. It's like, because honestly, I you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't feel like any of the Baratheon units so far do like a ton of amazing like damage or they do this really kind of weird maneuvering type stuff like honestly when we talked about it i was like this is kind of more like kador from war machine than circle from hordes i mean do you agree with that yeah i agree with that I, I i felt a lot like when i play against the night's watch and the night's watch is just always able to mix in something and just stay on the field and it, it, yeah it's just irritating because i just want to kill some shit yeah they are definitely very tanky and it's just like they're they're gonna sit there and just kind of take the hits and just kind of whittle you down so i'm hoping that when Targaryens come out that they're very like alpha strikey and Which then I, I can, they will be yeah so like hopefully I can just like mop the floor with some of these units that otherwise would keep living so you're interested in Targaryens who wouldn't be I'm not well you're insane <laughs> no uh, the only thing the only thing that holds me back and I think you're totally right on this is I think everyone's gonna want to fucking play yeah so it's gonna be like ah, it's gonna be shit. the new hotness yeah whereas the Brathians, really there's a lot of people that like oh yeah they're kind of cool but then some people are like 
Baratheon's fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where I'd want to end up because I I look at overall, and you know, I tend to pick one faction and just run with them forever. And so I might stick with the Starks. I could see myself being into like some Greyjoys or some Sand Snakes, yeah. depending on who they put in there. So we'll see. But yes, I am very interested in the Targaryens, and I think that they're very likely to be my play style, which is run up and punch you in the face. Yeah. So, let's talk about the Baratheon units just in general, and we'll see kind of what you thought about them. So, the first one I want to talk about are the Wardens. Okay. So, these were the guys, Chris, that had the shields, and they were also the unit that, one of the units that I had the Master Warden in, which, basically, these guys have a 3-plus armor save. They don't do a ton of damage. They're only rolling, like, 7 dice. But the Master Warden's the one where it was nice to have in there, because, basically... Yeah, this Master Warden sucks a dick. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I fucking hate this guy. Because you passed me this card for the Baratheon Wardens, like the unit as a whole, and I was like, oh, yeah, these guys weren't so bad. And then <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is the fucker that you put with them. And that guy that just turns off all of your bonuses, your charge, your flanks, your rear bonuses, all that stuff, I'm like, what do you think I'm trying to do with some flame men? I'm trying to get into your ass and tear it up. And there was that one unit of Wardens that just sat around a lot longer than they probably should have. Fucking annoying. Yeah. Alright, what's your next annoying combo that you gave me? Uh, let's see here. So the other unit that ran into you was the Sentinels. So these were the guys with the two hammers that had Sundering. Uh, they basically murdered your archers. And Okay, wait, who had you pair with this shit? I mean, of course, it had a Master Warden in it. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> um, this is fucking ridiculous. Because that, that was the unit where you came into the flank with the flayed men, and you didn't end up killing them because, yeah. So, I really don't think that those units are particularly impressive, either one, the Sentinels or the Wardens. Yeah. But that Master Warden with them is incredible. Makes them so they're going to hang around a lot longer. Yeah, that that's the part. So... If you're playing these units, for those that are listening and kind of thinking about what do we do next, that Master Warden is like a fucking auto-include. And how much does that thing cost? I don't want to tell you. You better tell me right now. They're one point. That is some bullshit. <laughs> that Those things should cost like at least two, although I really want to say three because I've had a bad experience. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they're one. Uh, so, yeah. And... Just to give everybody an idea about the stats, I mean, because really all the infantry for the Baratheons are speed four for the Wardens and five for the Sentinels and the Stags. So they're really not moving that fast. And that's part of the problem with them, I feel like, because even though I kept together all my units, I felt like it was really easy for you to maneuver around my flanks. Yeah, I was like working my ass off and trying to do that. Yeah. And and the guys that I took weren't particularly fast. Yeah. Like those... I think you're, the Stark guys, are they fives or sixes? They're fives. Ah, okay. But I really wish that I had my Umber Berserkers as I was playing today. Yeah. Because I'm used to them and they can move. And the last unit that I brought was the Stag Knights. And like I said, if we weren't doing this for the podcast, I probably wouldn't have brought them because they're kind of underwhelming. And you, you even you negated half of their cool effect because you actually didn't even shoot or try to kill them. And so when I charge into units, I'm just do- throwing like eight dice and, okay, I mean, that's about it. Seven dice, sorry. So they always throw seven dice, but they do more cool things when they start losing ranks. 
So they didn't end up getting that stuff until like the end of the game when it was Wait, just what do them they do to play when they lose ranks? They just so they oh. get to, they get to choose one of the abilities. So they can okay. choose either sundering, uh, they can choose critical blow, or they can choose uh, vicious. So basically, I circumvented that by not killing them. Right? You didn't even know it. I I didn't. I got lucky on that. <laughs> and all part of my grand scheme. Yeah, and I put them in. I I put brawn in with them, which gives them a little more speed and gives them plus two attack dice and better morale. But it, Man, it's bronze pretty good. Yeah. But how, it, how much does bronze cost? Two points. So that, this was a 10 point unit. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. It's like for 10 points, I could have either done two smaller units with some attachments or I could have done, you know, maybe the flayed men. So I thought that you should have, because that unit I think was kind of off to one flank sort of. I kind of think that if they're going to take additions by taking damage, you should have just like punched them right well, in the middle. Well, the problem is though, they're only a four plus save. Okay. So, like, if you come in with a unit that has even just Sundering, now they're fives. and I would have liked that. Yeah, and the problem is they end up getting blown up pretty easy. Yeah, I would have liked that. I know. That's why I kind of kept them back a little bit. Four. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, I mean, they're they're fun. The models look amazing for those Stag Knights. Like, they remind me of Bertonian Knights from Warhammer Fantasy. Okay, so let me ask you this, because yeah. you're dealing with these and painting them up. Yep. I feel like those antlers and stuff. Stuff on them, yeah. Like they look very prone to breaking. Yeah, I mean, as long as you put them in, in um, okay. So if you're a case. if you're like a clumsy mofo, you should not pick this faction. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. All right, all right. So that's the units. Probably the ones that I, I like the wardens because they're very tanky. They kind of they'll take the hits for you. But also the sentinels are pretty good because because they have sundering innately and they have eight attacks and they're decently fast. So I like having the sentinels in there as well. Like I said, the stag knights, you know, they're just they're expensive, and it's it's almost like the umber berserkers where it's hard to manage them. Like you want them to do the other cool stuff, but you don't want them to take too many wounds, where then they just die. Yeah. So kind of play around with it. Uh, something that I did think about doing is putting Dario Naharis in there to give him the plus one defense, but then I had to make sure I had the money bags the whole time, so because it gives them plus one to their defense and. That'd make them a 3-plus instead of a 4-plus, so some people are messing with that. Now, probably Chris's favorite part is the NCUs. So, we'll talk about the NCUs real quick. Why are you chuckling as you say that? So, I brought She-Ra and Alistair, which they were fine. They did stuff. Yeah, tell everyone about what they did. Uh, I mean, they claim zones. Okay. Yeah. And, like, what are their abilities? Okay, well, Alistair is pretty cool for the Baratheons because they like having the crown and they like having um, the money bag, sometimes the envelope. It just really depends on what you're running. But Alistair is cool because he has two um, order tokens that you can remove them to switch Alistair into an occupied or an unoccupied zone. So I could claim, like, the attack zone, but then I could also just... Uh, switch him to maybe the crown, so that way I get the crown benefits for some of my other cards. Okay. So he's he's really cool. I feel like that he's definitely something that can um, can I help think, out the faction. I think one thing, one way that people will like to use him is not only being able to claim a zone so that he can activate certain abilities on cards, but also so that they can claim a benefit that they want and then deny yes. a benefit that others want. Yeah, that, so, that's something that didn't come up a ton in our game. But the last time I played, like... Yeah, I, because I wasn't going to bring it up to you yeah. while we were playing. Well, I mean, I already... I no, no, no. I figured it out first. In your face. But anyways, like, I was playing against Russ, and he wanted the swords for his... I think it's like a sword in the dark or whatever that stupid Night's Watch card is. 
And I switched Alistair to that zone so that way he didn't get the benefits of the guard. Yeah. So definitely really cool. She was kind of, she's nice. She's a cheap NCU. Uh, she can either take, if you claim the money bags, you can take away, or sorry, money bags, you can place a condition token on an enemy and the envelope, you can go ahead and take uh, condition off your um, friendly unit. So she's just nice to have. And then I think the MVP of the game was Walder Frey. You're just a bad person. <laughs> hey, listen, he was right on point. He kept messing with Rob. He killed the wolf off in the game. Some fucking bullshit. And I didn't even think about that. Literally, I could just influence the wolf twice and just have him dead by the second turn. Yeah, that, well, really, that model, it's bullshit that they, that model doesn't have to activate late. What do you mean? Like, that model should be one of your last activations, and it should have to be. And the reason why <laughs> is partly because of the the fluff of yeah. this game, and partly because... He's old. ...of <laughs> the way that he can be used. Like, there's so much effect that he can have activating early. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense, because he's the late Lord Walter Frey. Yeah. And so, I, I he's just a pain in the ass. It sucks that, like, he does an auto-wound. Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah, so he automatically does a wound, but then if you either control the crown or if you go first, then he can influence the unit to negate all their abilities. Yeah, see, and then just... Fuck this guy. Do you think it should be like he goes last, he can nullify all their... No, I think you should have to choose one or the other. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Or if he goes last, maybe he gets both. Yeah. But if he goes last, that doesn't... How much does this fucking guy cost? He's five points. Well, at least you don't have to look. I'm telling you, he's five points. I don't trust anything that has Walter Frey's face on it. <laughs> All right, fine. He's five points. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, he ended up, he kept Rob's unit from doing anything. He blanked that unit for the first half of the game. Okay, this brings up another issue that I take with this game. Okay. Nobody wants <laughs> little girl fucking Arya. <laughs> We want Assassin Arya that can run up and what? slit the NCU's throats. So you think she should be able to kill Walter Frey? I think that she not only should be able to kill Walter Frey, I think she should then be able to take that model and that card and use it with my team. Oh, changing the face? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like Feeding pies to people? Yeah, so so maybe th- for anybody listening that can affect models that get created, we want like an older Arya that's like post- Going over and training, uh, you know, with the faceless, you know, men and all that shit. Okay? This is what we want. Okay? Aria. No, this is what Chris wants. I don't want this. No, 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 no. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. You, you're you involved, too. You're in on it, too. Okay. Okay? So, Aria, a model that once per game, she can roll a die. And if she rolls that die, like, normally she's just an NCU that can claim zones and, like, she doesn't. Sure. She can just claim zones, no abilities. Okay? Once per game. She can roll a die. If it comes up, and let's say it's something that's like harder to achieve, like maybe you need to get a five or six, right? So you got like a you, you, one and three. Yeah, you got a less less than less than likely chance of it happening. Okay, you roll it. You can kill one of your opponents' NCU's, and then you take over that NCU, and now it's playing on your faction. So the faceless man, he can actually do that. I think with, I think an attachment. And he can be a character, too. And he can kill them, but then you become them. Like, you get their card, and he is now that model. Okay, see? We just need to be able to do this for NCUs. Okay, so you want it for NCUs. Yeah, because they're too strong. Okay, so you And, think- the, and the thing is, like, 
in the world of Game of Thrones or with anything in life, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein, the if there's somebody wow. that's like a problem that's off in the in the in the shadows, that person gets assassinated. <laughs> In the world of Game of Thrones um, and real life, because I think the only check on the on the sideboard is like Varys. Like Varys can cancel. Like so, Varys could cancel Walder Frey's abilities. Fine. I still want to be able to slit that guy's throat and make Arya cost like five five points. You're just a hateful person, dude. That guy's a dickhead. Okay, he did kill your wolf. Yeah, I know. And I was like, man, that's right on brand. That was like a dick thing to do. <laughs> You didn't have to do that. Hey, it's all hail the king of the north, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but he was really good. He ended up doing a lot. Uh, he turned off the flayed men for a turn. Uh, basically made it where it's like, oh, yeah, you don't have it. But you kind of countered it, though, because your NCUs gave those abilities back. Because looking at his card, it just cancels the attachments and the units' abilities. Yeah, but that was just fucking lucky that that worked out that way. Hmm. Actually, no, that was part of my master plan. Thank you for say, bringing it up. So you're very good at this game. Yeah, yeah, very good. But you lost. Well, I killed all your guys, you so did. You whatever. Did. Well, we went an extra turn when we didn't have to. Well, you know what? That's not that's not the important part of this story. The important part, I I killed all your guys. Sure. All right? That's what matters. That, that's, what, that's what you're going to hang on to. Yep. Yep, it is. Okay, and then... I kill shit. Yeah, so... Just generally speaking, though, looking at the Baratheons, what is your kind of your feel of them? Um, and also, we had a lot of the Neutral Heroes 2 stuff in there as well. We had, like I said, Dario Naharis as the commander, and we had Walter Frey as an NCU. And then finally, we had Bronn, the Cell Sword, um, helping out as well. So let's just kind of start with the Baratheons, and then we'll talk about the Neutral Heroes 2. So just the Baratheons as a whole... What is your kind of take on them just from that one game against them? Baratheon units, solid units, nothing real special to write home about. Those fucking wardens are auto-includes. Okay. They're so cheap. Yeah, they're cheap. They're only five points, and, you know, they're just going to hang around for probably longer than they should. I'll tell you what. If I have to play these guys again, you bet your ass I am bringing, like, every horse I can. <laughs> Okay, to get around them. Yeah, because they're already going to cancel out those bonuses, so I might as well be behind them so that they can't attack me. And one card that didn't come up because when I drew it, it was a dead card, was Counter Charge. So they do have Counter Charge in the faction as well. So so if you get into the Wardens and you don't kill them and you're still in line of sight of a unit that's next to them, they can Counter Charge into your unit. Uh, Just by the time I drew it, you were just... I only had like one or two units, so it wasn't... That wasn't worth it. Yep. Kind of one of those things where it's just sometimes the cards get you, sometimes they don't. Also, I rolled like shit. You did have some. You those did have a couple die bad that rolls. came in the starter box. Those need to okay. be burned can in we, hell. Can we talk about that? Because I feel the same way. Like, I tried the Free Folk dice. I got rid of them. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I tried the Brothian dice. I'm not rolling them anymore because it was just awful. I think we just need better dice in general. Better quality dice in the... Yeah. Like, the logos on them are cool. Listen, don't get me started on <laughs> Get dice. some dice research up in this yeah. bitch. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, the dice... I, I don't like the dice in these starters either. They look cool, but they're... I don't know. They're kind of light, and I don't know if they roll equally well. But, yeah, I, I like the Baratheons. They do have really sturdy units. I, I think most people, because I'm on the Discord for um, A Song of Ice and Fire... Discord is a chat channel that you can hey, download I, the app. I know that. I just, 
For, for Listen, you, I don't need some new technology I have to master, okay? For you people that are new to the podcast, Chris is a non-tech Asian. Yeah, I do other things. <laughs> but I'm any, like a food Asian. But like most people, I think, in agreement are are that the Stagnites are, you know, they're overpriced. They're kind of hard to manage. They don't quite do what you want sometimes, and then they go away easily. So I, I find that a lot of people are dropping the Stagnites for either another Warden unit or another Sentinel unit. And then adding some extra goodies in there. You know what's not overpriced? What's that? Those fucking Master Wardens. One point. I just can't reiterate that shit enough. At least it's just an order, so just you only get throw those, per turn. throw those fuckers in every unit you got. Yeah, I, I, I agree that you come. With, they come with two in the uh, starter set, and I would definitely bring two every time. Yeah, for sure. At least. And then the NCU's for the Baratheons are okay. I think Alistair probably has more play than than Shira. Even though she helps kind of put conditions out and gets rid of conditions. Um, but So why didn't you decide to play with Renly or Stannis? Uh, just because I wanted to try the uh, neutral heroes to uh, Dario and Harris. Oh, okay. So looking at, just looking at the neutral heroes 2 stuff that I played, looking at it with Walder, Nahar- Dario, and then Bronn, I mean, what do you think about those three? That I'm going to buy that box and play Walter Frey against your ass. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, I thought you'd be one of those people that are like, I hate this model so much, I'm oh, not going to play it. No, I do fucking hate that model. But you're going to play it. Well, I can't have it working against me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's five points, but I've heard a lot of people saying, like, that he's won games for them before. Just, like, just the fact that he turns off a unit. And I think if you do bring Walder Frey, you do need to bring either... Um, you need to bring either Alistair or you have to bring... Uh, Baelish, because Baelish does the same thing. He can claim a zone yeah. even if he's not in it. Yeah. So he also does a similar thing for the Baratheons that I think they like. So I've seen a lot of people bringing Peter Baelish as well. Yeah, they, they just need to... I'm, I'm telling you, if if his abilities were that he could do one or the other, but if he activated it as the last NCU, he could do both. I've, and maybe they reduce him down. Maybe he's only like, you know three points or something like that. Yeah, but the thing is, but if he's the last one, then the effects really don't matter because it's at the end of the turn. No, no, he just has to be the last NCU to activate. Okay, so you have to activate all your NCUs before him. Yeah. Well, and and here's the other reason why that would be like a cool feature to add is then it would incentivize people to play a little mini game on that like tactics board where it's like, shit, if I activate this guy, then it allows him to activate Walter Frey. Yeah. And he gets both abilities. So then you don't want to keep your you want to keep your guys off of that tactics board, but then at the same time he could activate early, just take one of the abilities and claim a zone that you need. Yeah. So I I just think that he could be tweaked. I don't I don't like that model the way that it is. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I don't I like Dario. He was kind of cool as a commander. I do want to play Renly more just because Renly was a lot of fun the first couple times I played him and. I do like having three NCUs. We, I think you and I had a blast kind of combating for that tactics board because we both had three. So each turn, somebody was losing a, an activation. No, I, I should have just taken two models. I should have taken Roger Castle and Caitlin Stark and just not use Arya. I, I never even used Arya's ability to like... What does her ability even do? It, at the beginning of a turn, I can maneuver one model. One unit. Yeah, yeah, one, one unit. So... I never really even used it, because at some points I was, like, already in someone's flank, so it's like, well... I'm already where I want to be. 
Yeah, and and it's a maneuver. It's not a retreat. So there, there there's all sorts of issues. Okay. So she sucks. Ar- a little girl Arya sucks. Okay, but I did have a lot of fun like manipulating that tactics board though. That was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, going yeah, yeah. Because well, and because both of us had three models each, so yeah. you knew that there was one person that wasn't getting jacked yet. So most of the time, like our first like five activations in the turn were just the tactics board. Yeah, the tactics board was just too important. Yeah. in this game. So yeah, I agree. Make and that what you will. And Walder was really good. Like I said, salt. Like yeah, you don't have to keep bringing that up, man. Like, why do you got? Why do you got to like, rub some salt in the wound? Walder Frey killed your wolf. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Bron? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell Peta about this. Hey, what, they're going to they're going to boycott our podcast. Uh, okay, sure. So there in your face. Okay, but anyways, so yeah, looking at it, what do you think of Braun? Because Braun, I had, he didn't come up a ton because you blew up the unit he was in really quick. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very solid. Yeah. So, he's, two, he's two points. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's well worth two points. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have the money bags, he gives plus one to movement, plus two to attack dice, and plus two to morale. So he, he's solid. I don't, I had him in with my first warden unit, but like I said, you blew that up really quick. So, yeah. yeah. So go Gris. Yep, that was all part of my grand plan. It was. <laughs> I'm kind of like the Joker. Like, do I really look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> no, you don't look like I, a guy uh, with a plan. I, I am not. <laughs> so, and I'm going to start competing in, like, the games that we play. Like, North Koreans negotiate where it's just, like, randomness. All random, all the time. Not looking at any sort of plan. Just yeah. doing some random shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that was our game. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm definitely going to keep trying the Baratheons just because I feel like they are tanky and I feel like you need to mix up some neutral faction hero stuff with them. So I'm going to kind of start experimenting with that. Uh, like I said, I like Darion and Harris. He did some cool stuff, but I am going to play more with Renly. I'm, I'm just really not a Stannis fan with what kind of he's doing. Yeah, morally. I agree. Okay, well, I'm not talking about morally. So, here, Chris, I'll, I'll show you real quick what he does, okay? So, looking at Stannis, the Manus. Okay, so, first off, sorry, let me add him real quick, and then I'll tell you what he does. So, just the, he's the rightful heir, by the way. Whatever. <laughs> so, he gives critical blow to the unities in. Uh, so, there is, those of you that haven't been looking at this, there is a loyalty to loyalty Stannis and loyalty Renly. Okay. And so when they come out with the two heroes boxes, one is going to be for Stannis, one is going to be for Renly. Yeah. So those in those hero boxes can only go with that commander. So that's the first. Will thing. the Stannis box have a vagina monster coming okay. out? Okay. What's wrong with you? So many things. But <laughs> he also has unyielding, which his unit can never gain a condition token. Okay, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So he generally, as a commander, he's cool. But then his cards, his cards are just kind of, I don't know. So you can play a card that lets you claim the crown, and you can replace the zone's effect with putting panic, vulnerable, or weakened token out. Uh, he can also uh, attach a card to a friendly unit till the end of the game, and the unit never suffers penalty to morale and never becomes panicked. Uh, Wait, for the end of the game? Yeah, so for the whole game, it can never get that. It can never... And he gets two of those cards in his deck. Yeah, so two of his units can just be... You only play, like, four units. Yeah. It's Oath of Duty. Some bullshit. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so anyways, and if it's Stannis' unit, it gets plus two attack dice. (laughs) So for the whole game, it's plus two attack dice. 
can't be panicked, and doesn't suffer penalties to morale. So just, yeah, no, he was all hell. All right. And then his last card is at the start of the round, which we saw that Dario Naharis had a couple of those. Yeah, you were able to do a ton of shit before, I, like, the round even started. And you're that like, was... oh, you're doing things. That's cool. Uh, so you, once again, you can attach this card to a friendly unit until the end of the game. Okay. <laughs> and this one says, while attached, whenever this unit makes an attack, after defense dice are rolled, it may expend one condition token from the defender to deal an additional D3 wounds. What? If, if it's Stannis's unit, it deals three wounds instead. So, Why don't you want to play that, like, side of the faction? I don't know. I don't like Stannis as much. Yeah, that's, a, like, a dickhead model. <laughs> and that seems like something you would like. Yeah, I mean, so... and I, Okay, I know I'm talking all this crap about Stannis, but, you know, he is father of the year, so I will try him out once. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, that's Stannis, though. That's kind of what he brings to the faction. I can't wait for these Baratheon cavalry models to come out. I don't know if you've seen, like, the renders of them. Not really. They basically have these, like, huge war hammers that they have, like, slung across their shoulders and stuff. And they're kind of like... Oh, sort of like all the other models? Yeah. And they're kind of like these big... Well, I mean... (laughs) Just on a horse? Dude, I mean, it's in memoriam of, you know, Robert Baratheon. Okay. So... I personally think they have too many hammers in this faction. Uh, you know, I like hammers. I used to play a lot of dwarfs. It's hammer uh, time. It is. MC. So... I will play with... I haven't played with Stannis yet. I will play with him um, So what's the selling point on Renly? Uh, so Renly, like I said, has uh, cards that lets him heal across like his units. Probably like all the units for the rest of the game. No, it's not all the units for the rest of the game. I'll, I'll, I'll read it just because we haven't read it before on this uh, on this podcast. Nor what have I read it at all. I know. Prepare for some hot takes! <laughs> so first off, when you claim the uh, zone on the tactics board... You can replace it with restore D3 plus one wounds across any number of units, or you can remove three condition tokens. What? So that's, so that's his card. Oh, I don't like this at all. Okay. His second card is the unit gains plus two to morale test roll. Um, if they're within long range of Renly unit, uh, Ren, Renly's unit and pass the test, they also restore up to one wound for each point they pass by to a maximum of four. So if I pass my morale test by three, I also heal three models. Okay. So it's kind of cool. It's like the reverse Lannister card. Like the Lannister card, it's like, oh, you take a panic test. You failed this many. You take that many. Okay, wait, wait. So let's ask this real quick, though. Let's say your morale test, you need a seven. Yeah. And you roll a seven. Yep. Did you pass by one so you get one back? No, you just pass it. Oh, but he gives one back no matter what, right? Isn't that what the No, it says restore up to one wound for each point they passed by. Okay. Yep. All right. Two max of four. And then his last card, they will make me king. So when Renly, Renly's unit activates, restore up to two wounds to Renly's unit and up to one wound to all other friendly units within long range. So heal Renly's two, heal others one within long range. Mm, that's reasonable. Or you can deal two wounds to all enemies engaged with Renly's unit and one wound to all other enemies within long range of Renly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, these guys are going to be a pain in the ass. I mean, but that's the thing. It's kind of like you said with the Night's Watch, where it's just like you kind of try to whittle them down because they're kind of stout units, but then they have a lot of like, oh, I'm going to heal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it tough. I'm going to remove this. And it just makes them stick around longer than probably they should. But I think the key to defeating them is going to be kind of some quick burst damage and then also some outflanking and positioning. Yeah. You know what that sounds a lot like? Targaryens? Yes, it does. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Sounds like some Dothraki raiders. 
some Dothraki horde. Yep. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to blend the Dothraki in with, like, the Unsullied and everything. Mm, hopefully they just wreck shit. Yeah. Yep. That's my goal. <laughs> so you're going to be like everybody playing Targaryens. Yeah, see, I still struggle with that. Maybe they won't be. Nobody likes Targaryens, right? Well, especially after the end of that fucking show. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to wrap up with just our game or what we saw with the Baratheons? Any last kind of parting blows for uh, you? Yeah, start playing some more Walter Frey, I guess. You know what? I want everyone to play Walter Frey, and here's why. Because I want people to see how he sucks and then for them to change it. <laughs> Are you really that upset with him? I, he's He sucks. Like, well, I, first of all, I just hate that guy in general. All you had to do was claim the crown zone so I didn't get the benefit. That's not, no, that's not as, as simple as that, because what if I don't get any benefits from the crown zone? You're denying me. I understand that, but you could always, like, flip-flop me off of it. And, I, I could. Yeah, see, you're, you know what you're doing. <laughs> shut up, Pete. Yeah, you, you, you shut your face. <laughs> oh, so no other kind of parting blows or anything, just, it was a fun game. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it did make me appreciate a lot of the models that I've grown attached to in the Starks. So, well, here's one other thing that I noticed is like, really, honestly, in all the games I've played, I've never had like, this is just a crappy game. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, I mean, there's been other games I've played where it's like, this is awful. Like, I am not, I'm having no fun right now. Yeah. But Game of Thrones, I've never felt that way. Well, okay. So I agree with that. But at the same time, I am seeing things that are like concerning, right? (laughs) I am, I am seeing things that are like, and no, you can't do that. And no, you can't do that. And so... If you ever get to a point, if and anyone that's ever played a game knows this feeling. Yeah. If you ever play a game where it's like you're frozen from doing anything, and then your opponent just gets to like keep doing shit. Yeah. That's just fucking irritating. Like I understand that like it can still be a, it can still be a balanced game, or it can still be a fun game as a whole. But anytime somebody is able to find a way to do that specifically. It's just really, really annoying. Well, and I think what it comes down to is people want to play their toys, right? Yeah, like exactly. They, they want to do the cool stuff. Exactly. And when you play stuff that's like, no, then that can be just, it can piss you off. And and let me be clear, because everyone knows that, like, I will vent, like, fucking crazy if I think something's broken. I don't think that what you played was broken. I think that, I, I take it in stride because, like, it was my first experience with it. So, yeah. whatever. But... At the same time, it does concern me because naturally with any game, as models and factions are added, there tends to be some power creep. And if the next step up from this is you're frozen and I get to do stuff, that will suck for people. I think as long as they stay away from things like skipping activations. Like, sure. I, think I, agree as, with that. I think as long as they stay away from something as crazy as that, it'll be okay. Um but as far as being like, because when, even when Frey and other stuff happens and they're like, oh, you lose abilities, you still get to activate that ability. Like even Varus's, you know, birds that he gets to cancel your effect as an NCU, you still get, he only can cancel one thing. Like he doesn't cancel the zone and he doesn't cancel your card. They have to pick which one and then they have to roll for it. So Says the guy who would cancel all my abilities so from the attachment he- and the unit. But what thinks. I'm hearing you say then is maybe it needs to be something like, oh, on a 3+, plus, then they ignore all abilities. Sure. 
So I think that might be a fair statement that maybe it doesn't need to be auto, like, boom, it's there. Yeah. But you can deny it by denying the crown zone, unless he goes first. Or you have Alistair. Or or Peter Baelish. I hate you right now. (laughs) I get it. So I, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying there are ways that you can force, like, yes, I could bring Baelish or I could bring Alistair to switch that. But then that's another step I have to take, right? That's just another thing that I have to do before I can move on to what I actually want to do for the turn. You're making me take steps. And anytime you can force your opponents to make decisions that they don't want to do right then, like there was times when we were fighting over the tactics board and I was like, I have to claim this zone. Otherwise, Chris is going to claim that. And you did the same thing. There was a couple of times where it's like, you got to claim the swords because you don't want me to get two swings in on this unit. Yep. So. Or I need to claim, you know, uh... The money bags? I, yeah, I need to claim the money bags. Because you didn't want me to heal it. Yeah, I don't want you to heal heal shit. Yeah, so, so I definitely... And that's why this game's so interesting and complex and why we're going to keep the talking tactics about board, it. The tactics board is... I mean, as much as I want to bitch about NCUs <laughs> and all this kind of stuff... <laughs> it would be fun to kill them, though. The, it would be fun to kill them. And I don't, I don't think you should just be able to kill them like crazy. But the tactics board is the thing that makes this game unique and special. Oh, yeah. Like, the, like that... It, that that is the most important part of this game. Yeah, for sure. Like otherwise, like if you take that away, this game just feels like a lot of other games. Yeah, and I don't think it's necessarily a better version. I think the but tactics is I what do really want to kill some of those. Guys. Well, and there's actually a precedence for that because if you look at Egret, um, right? Yeah, she can actually uh, once per game you can roll, and I think it's on a three plus you can kill any model in that unit. So there was one time I played her and I was like chasing Jon Snow's unit around because I wanted to kill Jon Snow with her. <laughs> did you get like arrowed by a 10 year old? No, but I did actually kill Jon Snow eventually. Ugh. It was great. Annoying. I was like, you know nothing, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I had a good time and it was it was a fun game um, and I won because I killed all your guys. So just remember that. <laughs> And it's, it is. It's just, it was a fun game. I do want to ask the listeners something, though. Go ahead. If anybody can find a usefulness for that fucking Aria model, please let us know. Because I think she is useless as hell. That's fair. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'd ever play that model again. Oh, plus, you want to know what? I got to play Renly because I want to bring Brienne of Tarth. Hmm. That, that new Brienne is a sweet model. That new, no, I, I will give you that. The new Brienne model is cool. Yeah, I I think I actually even like that better than the Kickstarter version ever. Uh, the Kickstarter is an exclusive one, so you know I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, I, sure. Anything that's limited, Chris is all over. Oh, so limited. All right. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No. All right. Sign us off. I rolled a lot of dice today and threw up a lot of salt. So hopefully you guys have the same experience. Go roll dice, throw salt. We're out. Peace. <laughs>